0: It's the weekend edition of Daily NBA with Alexander J and the top stories over this weekend. Detroit lose their 17th game in a row and the Dallas Mavericks go on the single biggest in-game run in NBA history against Oklahoma City Thunder. They score 30 points in a row without OKC scoring a point. Here is all of the coverage from the 30 games over the past two days, plus an in-season tournament quarterfinal preview at the end of the show. Six games on Saturday, and we can start with the Orlando Magic escaping in a close one against Washington at home. 130-125 for Orlando's ninth straight win. They're sitting one win shy of first in the Eastern Conference. German forward Franz Wagner had 31, his third straight game with 30 points. While last year's Rookie of the Year, Paolo Banquero finished with 28 points, 13 rebounds and 7 assists as that front court dominance continued. Kyle Kuzma failed out in the final minute of play. He had 27 on 18 shots for Washington. Jordan Poole shot 3 of 12, while rookie Bilal Koulibaly continues to impress. He ended up with 31 minutes off the bench for the Wizards, only missing one shot for his 12 points. Orlando's Jonathan Isaac left the game with an ankle sprain. The win equaled the Orlando franchise record for the most wins in a row at 9, and only the Magic and the Pacers have never had a 10-game win streak, can they break 10? Stay tuned for the second half of this episode to find out. Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid both missed the game against the Boston Celtics, a depleted Philly team narrowly going down 125-119. to 119. Jason Tatum had 21 when he was ejected late in the third quarter for getting lippy with an offensive foul call. He would later be given a flagrant for that accidental contact to the head on a Philadelphia defender on the play. Four Celtics players finished either on 20 or 21 points. That was Brown, Tatum, Horford and White. Kristaps Porzingis is still out with a leg injury. De'Anthony Melton was leading Philly with 21 when he fouled out. Patrick Beverly ended up finishing with 26.7 assists. The win keeps Boston atop of the Eastern Conference for now. Luka Doncic missed the game against the Memphis Grizzlies for the birth of his first child... Desmond Baines scoring 30 in what is only Memphis's fifth win of the year, 108-94. Jalen Nawell, who signed a 10-day contract with Memphis to help out last week due to their ongoing injury issues, had a nice 19 points. While for the Mavericks, Kyrie Irving ended with just 10. Tim Hardaway Jr., who's been really good this year as well, missed the game with back spasms. I didn't see a single second of the Spurs' 14th straight defeat. That was 106-121 against the Pelicans. Uh, Victor Wembanyama missed this game as a precautionary measure. The box score says Trey Murphy III returned for his season debut back from a meniscus injury he suffered in preseason. Looks like he had 18 points off the bench. Jonas Valanciunas, a big 24 points, 12 rebound game as well. There were a combined 71 points scored in the first quarter of the Denver and Phoenix matchup, but just 45 in the final period, a slim... 119-111 victory to the defending champion Nuggets over the Suns. Nikola Jokic finished the night with 21 points and 16 assists to spur the scoring effort for Denver. Phoenix were down 17 early, but they tied the game multiple times in the fourth, failing to break through. Kevin Durant had 30 points without Devin Booker, but ended the second half 0-10 for from the floor. That 30 points was enough to move him past Moses Malone for 10th all time in scoring in the NBA. And Julius Randle was one assist shy of a triple-double. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists in a 119-106 Knicks win over the Raptors. That is Saturday in the books. Now, on Sunday, today we had 24 teams in NBA action, and the nine-game win streak for the Orlando Magic came crashing to an end on the second night of a back-to-back against the Nets, 129-101. Bit of a coincidence. Orlando's last loss way back on November 14th was also against Brooklyn. Mikhail Bridges was scorching hot early. He had 26 points in the first quarter to finish with 42 While Franz Wagner and six-man-of-the-year candidate Cole Anthony had 20 points each for the Magic. A little side note here, Cole Anthony was on Zach Lowe's podcast earlier this week. A great discussion about this young Magic team. Please check it out. Uh, It's at the back end of that one-and-a-half-hour podcast. Crazy stat by way of John Krasinski on Twitter. Prior to the season... The Minnesota Timberwolves have spent just 10 days over the last 34 years as the outright number one seed in the Western Conference. And this season, they've now doubled that, and they remain on top of the conference after a 123-117 win over the Hornets. Carl Anthony Towns scored 28, Rudy Gobert a season-high 26, and Nas Reid, 23 off the bench. They're all centers putting up points as the Wolves came from behind on a 13-3 run with two minutes to play. As a reminder, Charlotte will be without LaMelo Ball for some time with an ankle sprain. Terry Rozier had 23 points in the loss for Charlotte. We go from a team at the top of their game in Minnesota to the polar opposite, the Detroit Pistons losing their 17th game, 110 to 101. That's 17 in a row to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland pulling away late. This was a tight game. A bit earlier, Bogdan, excuse me, Bogdan Bogdanovic returning to the lineup making his season debut for Detroit. That impact was pretty handy. He ended up with 22 points, Cade Cunningham 23 points and 11 assists. Cleveland had 20 from Donovan Mitchell and 19 from Senator Jarrett Allen, as they outscored Detroit in the paint 59 to 46. 17 losses in a row is a franchise record for a single season for Detroit. The Pistons lost 21 games in a row between the 1980 and 81 seasons. Paul George hit a clutch 3 with 9 seconds remaining as the Clippers rallied from a 22-point deficit to stun the Golden State Warriors by a single point, 112-113. PG finished with 25-6-6, James Harden and Kawhi Leonard both scoring 20 for the Clippers to avenge their loss two days earlier against the Warriors. Golden State did have a chance to win it back late. Steph unable to get open inside the paint and dishing out for a Draymond Green three-point attempt from the corner that fell to go down. Draymond did make four through the game, so he was hot. Um, Speaking of Draymond, he literally did try to German suplex a Clipper player late in the fourth quarter. Of course there was no tech, of course no flagrant. Curry, Draymond, and Moses Moody all scored 21 points for the Warriors while Chris Paul and Andrew Wiggins are still out with injury. Trey Young had 32 points and 12 assists, but the Bucks excelled late courtesy of a Giannis Tentacompo triple-double, 32-11-10 as the Bucks beat Atlanta 132-121. Damian Lillard also with 25 points and 9 assists as the Bucks outscored the Hawks 18-7 in the final 5-minute period. Giannis saying post-game the result was part of a concerned effort to get the ball out of Trey's hands late. Kobe White 31 points as Chicago stunned the New Orleans Pelicans 124-118. Only thing else in this game to mention is that trade candidate Alex Caruso left the game with a toe injury. He's missed time already this season with something similar, uh, and Zach Levine's also out for the remainder of this week with a foot issue for Chicago. The Pacers dumped 144 points on the Miami Heat to win 144-129. Bruce Brown top scoring for Indiana with 30, while Jimmy Butler had 33 in the loss for Miami. I went back to watch this game after seeing the following headline from NBA.com. It said the Pacers missed 15 shots in the first quarter, then only 14 shots from the rest of the game. Indiana somehow was shooting 78% from the floor through the last three quarters in what was an insane performance without Tyrese Halliburton. TJ McConnell and Aaron Smith both had 20 off the bench for Indiana. Devin Booker returned from a sprained ankle to score 34 points to take the Suns to the promised land against Memphis, 109-116. Positive news for Memphis, though, who are still a couple weeks away from a Jar Morant return. Jaron Jackson Jr. had a pretty good performance, a monster night, 37 points on uh, 13 of 21 shooting, getting to the line 10 times. Desmond Bain also looks to be back in good nick with an efficient 27. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the Dallas Mavericks went on an NBA record 30-0 run during the fourth quarter against the Thunder, but OKC hold on for a desperate win, 126-120. Dallas were down 111-87, and eventually turning that into a slim 111-117 win, keeping OKC scoreless over about a six-minute period in the final quarter. Dallas rookie center Derek Lively had a career-high 20 points to go along with 16 rebounds. He looks great every time I watch Dallas play. Luka Doncic returning after missing last game due to the birth of his child. A ridiculous 36-point, 18-rebound, 15-assist game against his fellow MVP candidate in Shea Gildas Alexander. Uh, Shea himself was relatively quiet, just 17. Jalen Williams top scored for the Thunder with 23 and Chet Holmgren, 11 points, 11 rebounds and 5 blocks. I definitely recommend checking out the highlights from this game, Thunderverse Maps. The Jazz and the Blazers went the extra mile in overtime, Jazz eventually winning 118-113. Point guard Colin Sexton had 25. Rookie Keontae George, a career-high 21 points in a well-rounded performance with him. For Portland, rookie Scoot Henderson had 17, which is also his career high. Malcolm Brogdon scoring 25 points. And Shaden Sharp had a dunk of the year contender over center, Walker Kessler late in the fourth. Jeremy Grant missed time in the fourth quarter and is in concussion protocols after hitting his head. I think it was against Omer Yurtsin. Darren Fox had a career-high 16 assists next to his 26 points as the Kings upset the Nuggets despite another triple-double from Jokic, 123-117. Sacramento averaged a 10-point lead through most of the second half until Jokic hit his only three-pointer of the evening to make it a two-point game with a couple minutes left to play. He had a monster performance as well. Check out this stat line for the Joker. 36 points, 13 rebounds, and 14 assists. Crazy box score stats all over. Malik Monk finished with 26. Demantis a bonus. I think he had 17 points to go along with 15 rebounds and seven assists. And in the battle of the big leggy men, the Anthony Davis vs. Alperen Sengun matchup, AD comes out on top as the Lakers beat the Rockets, 107 to 97. Anthony Davis finishing with 27 points, 14 rebounds. Shingun, 21-13. LeBron James also in this game uh, had a sick slow-mo 360 layup that I get played in his season highlight package for sure. That is all 30 games over the weekend. At this point in time, I think this might be the longest episode we've ever had. You can hear the in-season tournament preview just after this break. All teams getting a break before the four in-season tournament games take place over two days. The Pacers looking to knock out favorites, the Celtics. The Kings looking to take down the Pelicans. Uh, They're both on Monday night, which is Tuesday, Australia time. Then the Milwaukee versus Knicks games. And then it's LeBron versus KD, the Lakers versus the Suns in the final quarter matchup on Tuesday night. That'll be Wednesday, Australia time. The last time the Pacers played the Celtics, the Celtics put 155 points on them. That was a 51-point victory last month. This one will be a real clash of styles. NBA.com reporting that Indiana are currently the league's best offense, and the Celtics have the second-strongest defense per 100 possessions. I'm going to pick the Celtics, but I would love, love, love a Pacers upset here. In the Bucks versus Knicks matchup, it might end up being the Battle of the Guards. Jalen Brunson had 45 points last time these teams saw each other as he targeted Lillard's pretty lame defense. Uh, That was back in early November, but the Bucks ended up winning by 5 points. My pick for this one is the Bucks. They've been on a nice little stretch recently after their slow start. The Pelicans beat the Kings twice in a week in November, and this one is a little bit harder to pick. The Kings are still hungry. The Pelicans are getting some nice chemistry back together after Jose Alvarado and Trey Murphy III have returned to the lineup. I don't know if B.I. and Zion Williamson can play together, but they're starting to win games and score points. I've talked myself out of it, though. I'll take the Kings in this matchup. And in the KD vs. LeBron duel, it's a slight edge to the Suns for me. They will be without Brad Beal as he still continues to be hampered by back pain. But they're 8-2 when Devin Booker is in the lineup this season. I don't, I just don't trust anyone in the Lakers who is not named LeBron James. That's it for a monster episode of Daily NBA. You can hear my voice starting to go. If you're still here, follow the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I saw I was the top podcast for 13 of you on spotify wrapped which is a very funny stat uh top five in a couple hundred so consider leaving me a five-star review you can follow me on instagram at alexanderjsports um we do stuff all over the place what's important is you follow your passion and i hope you guys have a great day i'll probably talk to you post in-season tournament quarterfinals see you then